Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to a very Jurassic Art House Rewind. I'm what's known as a Matasaurus. Today we have with us the Keller Tops and and Brian Dactyl. Oh, that was so good. That was great. Thanks, gentlemen. Uh, so as you may or may not know, we have Jurassic World Dominion opening at the Babcock, which is being hailed as the end of the Jurassic era, whatever yeah. what? that means. They're pretending like they're not going to make any more of these films. There's no more. The Neolithic era. But uh, yeah, they're going to do something. So uh, <laughs> they, yeah. Anyway, so we're so excited to be opening a big film at the Babcock. We thought we'd have a conversation about all the Jurassic World and Park films and and uh, have just get some info from you guys on all of that stuff. But as yeah. always, before we jump into the conversation, Brian, tell the people what they need to know. Yeah, tell the people, Brian. Well, as you said, we have Jurassic World Dominion opening Friday at the Babcock. So check that one out. We'll have it for two weeks. So plenty of opportunity to catch it at the Babcock and then catch it again before it leaves. So do that. Uh, then at Art House, we are going to be opening Jazz Fest, a New Orleans story, which is uh, from the New Orleans uh, Jazz and Heritage. Is that what it's called? You're doing great. Thing? I don't know. <laughs> it's a big festival they have down there. It's something that has heritage in the name as well. Uh, and they... Uh, they did the 50th anniversary a couple of years ago and documented it to kind of celebrate New Orleans and the uh, unique uh, food and music and uh, culture that comes from their festival. So I'm glad that we're well, bringing that in so that you don't have to go all the way down to Louisiana to, to, to see what's going on. And then we are also holding on to one more week of Montana Story. Oh. One more week. Yeah. It's been playing well. So if you haven't seen it, make sure to come check it out. So, lots happening. But when it comes to Jurassic films, I think we all know what is your favorite film in the series. Let's just start out with what we all know. Number one, within there's been five films. None of us have seen the, the newest one, the nope. sixth film. So we've got Correct. five films to rank. Yeah. So number one within the series obviously is Jurassic, Jurassic Park. Park. Okay, we all said the right thing. That was yeah. correct. Yeah. So for me, I think there's a lot of reasons why that's number one. Uh, not just the nostalgia of it. Yeah. Um, it's just a really, really well-made film. Yeah, absolutely. But then for me, um, this is where it gets kind of, you know, where, where are different people going to land? So number two in the series for you, Keller, what would you say is the second best film within the series? Oh, um, well, I will say this. When I was a kid, I loved the second Jurassic Park. The Lost World? Yeah. Okay. And I'm not going to lie. I saw it a couple of years ago. Yep. Not as good as I remember. <laughs> not, yeah. a, not as good as I remember. I'd agree with that. <clears throat> I will say, um, you know, maybe unpopular opinion, but I really like the third. Whoa. Yeah. Whoa. whoa that whoa, is whoa. William H. Macy. I do. Yep. Yeah. Uh, okay, so would you? So current ranking would put that at number two then, or you're gonna keep Lost World at number two? No, Lost World is not no. number two anymore. Okay, probably so, either three or the first of the new ones. Okay, yeah. Okay, all right, yeah. Brian. For you, uh, I have not seen either of them in so long, and uh, so I obviously know Jurassic Park real well, but I've only only seen the second and the 
first Jurassic World film. So of those, it's kind of tough to rank of which one I prefer because you didn't I like honestly, either of them. <laughs> I would say honestly, like as far as a good time at the movies, I actually really enjoyed Jurassic World, the first one. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, it was just like I. I Totally understand everyone's argument against it. Those are valid. But when I was sitting there in the theater, I just had my brain off and I was like, no, this is fun. I like it. (laughs) I will say too, just to echo that, the character, um, the playful character between Chris Pratt's character Mm -hmm. and uh, uh, why am I blanking on her name? Bryce Dallas Howard. Yep. Bryce Dallas Howard. The, uh, just the dynamic. I had her email at one point. Really? I don't anymore. is it? It's Bryce, it Bryce at Yahoo. Yeah, <laughs> just try them all. Hotmail. Yeah, just go for it. MSN.net. Yep. Uh, but the 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 just the characters alone and how they wrote those in, very playful, very fun. Sure. <laughs> that is that, a statement. <laughs> how about how about for you? What's your number two? I think number two for me would be uh, I would say Lost World. Oh. So Lost World still felt like they were. There was a a competent filmmaker behind it in yeah. some ways, as far as that had created the magic. Obviously, Spielberg did the first and the second one. So I'm not saying the other filmmakers aren't competent, but the story that he was doing with Jurassic Park uh, was there was something happening there, and it felt like there was enough connections and similarities between those two films in some ways that I was I'm still on board. So full disclosure, I see all of these films regularly in my household with a seven year old boy uh, <laughs> as a son. So um, I am obviously well versed in all of the Jurassic Park films uh, and but I would say that when it comes to the ones that Anders wants to rewatch again and again, I'm okay with Lost World being one of those. For me, it's interesting uh, but it, the story kind of goes off the rails when uh, T Rex shows up in San Diego. Yes. I, I get yeah. it. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. But it, it, like, that for me was the beginning of the end of the series. Yeah. And, yeah. and I know some people really love it because it's like, oh, this is a new thing. Yeah. It's not just trying to recapture the magic of the first one, but it just, it just felt like uh, watching my son play with dinosaurs with his Legos and just <laughs> smash. Yeah. Yeah. So, anyways, yeah. I heard um, someone recently mentioned that that was the better version of godzilla 1998 was the end of lost world there you go i would agree with that yeah because it's well done yeah like it's spielberg yeah Yeah. it's it's but it wasn't it wasn't dress park so here so i guess let's just keep going down the list so then brian you haven't seen two of them so you only get three votes apparently so then number three for you keller what would that be so you've got jurassic park and then jurassic world yeah um then i would say the lost world then the lost world okay Uh, yeah okay uh, and then, and number four, let's just get yours out of the way. Well, I, I, I would say in succession, the rest of the new ones. Oh, wait, no, 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 because I said, I'm sorry. So you would put Jurassic Park. Sorry. My third pick okay. would be Jurassic Park 3. Okay. So and you're one, two, three. One, one. Oh, one, one, so, three. or one, four. One, yeah, four, one, four, three. three. This is the best podcast. Then two, <laughs> then five and six. Uh, okay. Have you seen six? You're just assuming it's going to be at the bottom? Yeah, it's going <laughs> to I saw the trailer. Yeah, okay, no, good. No, no. no, I'm really excited. Uh, uh, Brian, where would you put it? So one? 
is number one. Num- then, yeah, then two. Then uh, would be five. Yep. And then uh, I guess two just because <laughs> of what I've seen. But, sure. Yeah. Okay. Is everybody following the numbers? One is four. Two is three. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is great. <laughs> so so you're saying, what was it? One? And then... And, and then, then the four. Half-Blood Prince. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then Pr- Prince Caspian. And yep. then- oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then, then Return of the King. And then, yep. Oh, yeah, okay. Jedi or King? I couldn't remember. Yeah, okay. Jedi so, King. Yeah. <laughs> Return of the Jedi King. Uh, so, okay. So for me, it would probably go one and two. Then I would probably do World, mm-hmm. Jurassic World at number three. And then number four... I'd do Jurassic Park 3, mm-hmm. and then 5 would be Jurassic Park Dominion. Or not Dominion, sorry. Fallen the Kingdom. Fallen Kingdom, the yeah. fifth one. Yeah. Dominion, not quite sure on. I will say, out of the Jurassic, uh, the whole, you know, films, Jurassic Park 3 has some kind of traumatic visuals in there. Alan! <laughs> Alan! <laughs> it's, mm-hmm. like, it has was... a raptor going, Alan! <laughs> yep. Did you forget that part? I did. Alan, I did forget that part. Okay, because it's in there. Yeah, like they yeah. they had the choice yes. to not put that in there, and someone decided no, that has to be in here. Think of all the executive heads <laughs> that yep. that went by, and they're like, "Yeah, yeah, this is creative <laughs> this art." Is, um, yeah. Okay, so here's my question then. Now that we know the the ranking, why is number one? And again, we all picked the first one as number one. Why is number one the best for you? Other than just nostalgia, because I think it 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 probably holds up as a film, obviously. Mm-hmm. But then, why is the the one at the bottom for you at the bottom? So, Brian, starting with you, why does number one hold up as the best? Um, I mean, there's just some really spectacular filmmaking involved. Like that T Rex scene is one of the best sequences in film history, as far as I'm yeah. concerned. Like the the sound, the uh, building tension, like everything about it is just so well done. And the mix of uh, practical and CG at that time when, I mean, that was really kind of a crossroads for everything. That was the where film. That was the film the that yeah. kind of said, like, we can do this thing. And there are films made last year that don't have as good effects yeah. as that yeah. first Jurassic and, Park film. And I agree with you. It's a strong filmmaking hand. Mm-hmm. They they weren't trying to do what they knew they couldn't do yet with CGI, yep. which is why it holds up today. They're they're telling a story in a way that works well for the CGI, yep. you know. But besides that, there I mean there's other I mean, just from a storytelling thing, like it wasn't kind of this off the rails, you know, we're just gonna do whatever we want with dinosaurs sort of thing. Like there was there's a little bit of a uh you know, mad scientist Frankenstein story in there. There's a little bit of, um, you know, disaster movie in there. Like it's got a lot of different elements to it that mm-hmm. kind of make it really interesting uh, on that level. Um, and some of that came from Michael Crichton and you can even kind of see the parallels with Westworld in that sense yep. of just yep. theme park going out of control. Uh, but hmm. yeah, I just, yeah. I think that they did. And even the science or the whatever sort of thing yep. of the, you know, nature finding a way to have all female dinosaurs eventually breed. Like, <laughs> Yeah. Keller? 
Um, yeah, I mean, I would echo a lot of what Brian said. I The multiple narratives, like you actually truly in that film get to follow pretty much every single character in some way or another. And obviously they're in groups, you know. Um, the thing that I really love about it, beyond, you know, just the filmmaking and the, you know, the dinosaurs is the story at its core is really great. Almost similar, you know, to like a scary movie where like you're stuck in the house and the killers in the house. Like Mm -hmm. these folks are stuck in the theme park. Even this, you know, the scene where they're in those, uh, those cars that are on the track, they're Mm -hmm. literally like sitting ducks, you know? Mm Um, but just the whole, yeah, just the whole story behind it is is so great at yep. its core. So I would, I mean, I would echo all of that, obviously. And I think for me, the beauty of Jurassic Park is, as a kid, you're wowed by the dinosaurs. Mm-hmm. You, it's filmmaking done really well, so you're freaked out when you're supposed to be freaked out. You're in awe yep. when you're supposed to be in awe. Like it's hitting all the beats that it needs to be, and so it does that for any kid, any person of mm-hmm. any age. But then, as you grow older, it's one of those films that when you go back to it. I'm, you know, looking at you, Keller, like the character development starts to become apparent. And that's Mm -hmm. the biggest like glaring thing for me that sets uh, JP1 Mm -hmm. apart from all the other films. Like every character has a character arc in in Jurassic Park 1. Like it's almost like the dinosaurs are a subplot to these characters going on a journey and who Alan Grant is in the beginning of the film and who he is at the end of the film are two different people. And that's Mm -hmm. true of Everybody in that movie, mm. uh, especially the ones that got eaten. <laughs> but, <laughs> but the, you know, all the other films, I just, you don't have that connection with the character. For me, yeah. I don't have that connection with the characters and I don't see anybody change or grow. Chris Pratt is Chris Pratt. Like yeah. he's just yeah. Indiana Jones mm-hmm. the whole time and he doesn't change or grow or evolve. I don't feel it or sense mm-hmm. it yeah. in that way. Um, so, anyways, it it's, um, yeah, it, it's just one of those really well-made film, and I connect with the characters. Yeah. And then as I go down the list, I'm just connecting less and less and less with the characters and, and what's happening. So then your least favorite film. Why is it your least favorite film? Or you have something you want to say? Well, I did just want to say this. What you said kind of made me think of this. Jurassic Park 1, the first one, did such a great job, too, at, at like the cutaways between narratives as sure. well yep you know like cutting at at points of like high tension mm-hmm. to another scene so like even in that aspect like the editing was amazing yep. yeah it's yeah. that it's that perfect editing that you're so invested in what's happening on the screen when it cuts away to some other you almost forgot that those characters were having things happen yeah but the minute you get cut you're like oh yeah i care about this too and you yes. you like it's yeah it's done really really well <laughs> so good man it's such yeah. a good movie Okay, so least favorite and why, Keller? Uh, my least favorite is probably just the the last newest. Yep, um, Fallen Kingdom. Yeah, just you know, it feels Hollywoody to me. Um, also, I feel like a lot of the big Hollywood films nowadays, you know, a lot of money is getting dumped into those and not so much into other. I I don't know it. You got a personal beef with this film. I got a beef with Hollywood, <laughs> <Yeah>. man. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, actually, to say what you said, I, I guess I never thought of putting it in words, but you are 100% correct. Like, I, like Chris Pratt's character, I didn't 
yeah, he's, he's just fine. Like, he's great. He he's good at what he does. Yeah, but and I love I, Chris Pratt. I just don't care about. But his yeah. character is just like very linear. Yep. You know. Um. Yeah, it's just like typical storytelling. Like sure. I I could have thought out. Sure. You know that movie. Yep. I feel like. Yep. I don't know. Okay. That's probably why. So I'll, I'll I'll piggyback on that since we had the same lower last one. Like for me, every and this is why. Um, Lost World, which is still up there in the list for me, when the T-Rex showed up in San Diego, why it it changed for me? Because I, mm-hmm. I saw that one in the theaters. And even as a kid, it changed the series for me. And um, the last one, Fallen Kingdom, was just that turned up to 11. And it's Jurassic Park, the original, felt like this could happen. Mm-hmm. And this could be happening. And I would never know. But it could happen. You know, the science and all that kind of stuff. And then, you know, it just starts to go down this path where all of a sudden I am totally, uh, I've given up on that idea that this could ever happen. And it's just make-believe with, you know, Hollywood executives or six-year-old boys, you know, bashing dinosaurs and toys and guns together to tell a story. And it just, and so the the latest one, that's what that was for me is like, they're running from a volcano. Oh no! Ah! And you know all of that kind of stuff. It's like what is happening? And yeah. all of the like the army tech and people. And then they sell the dinosaurs. And there's this auction. And it's like there's just all these things that just like I no longer have even a hint of believability that this could happen. Where Jurassic Park felt like this could happen, mm-hmm. even though it can't. Scientifically yeah. speaking, I get that. But it had that feeling to totally. it. Totally. Even as an adult. Like, yeah. I remember all the articles and conversations about, like, could they really do that with mosquitoes? Like, it just had that. And nobody's mm-hmm. asking the question, is there a black market for dinosaurs? Yeah. yeah we just <laughs> yeah. don't know. Like, yeah. no. Like, no. This isn't This isn't a thing. So, anyways. And just, like, the villain, like, trying to get the tooth out of the Indoraptor. And, like, all those little <laughs> yeah. weird things. Like, Come on. Yeah, it's pretty... There's some cheese factor. Also, like, how big can the dinosaurs get? And, like, how smart. Yeah. I think... um, We've trained him that you put the point this laser at somebody and then that's your target. I'm like, what's happening? Again, six-year-olds with toys. It's it's just like, come. Yeah. I think what you were saying, that's the thing is, like, a good story is a good story. So even if it is fantastical, like, finding the world within that live is living and making it like finding the plot holes like okay is this realistic in this world and like that world is just like well yeah it it's could... like the the expendables movie sure you know it's like at this point it's just explosions and like big biceps <laughs> yes yeah, that's a great you way know? to put it it's uh yeah and and i'm okay with it not being believable if you care about the characters if yeah. you're invested in the the story that's being told but for me i don't care about the characters and yeah. it's not believable and it's just like ah what's happening mm-hmm. <laughs> brian why is the your least favorite your least favorite uh I mean, I haven't, like I said, I haven't seen Fallen Kingdom or Jurassic Park 3, so one of those would definitely be <laughs> <laughs> in it. I would, I'm not even going to say that Lost World is my least, because sure. I know enough about the others to know yeah. that, yeah, those are worse movies. Uh, <laughs> I My gut wants to say, again, having not seen them, I would probably really hate Fallen Kingdom, but part of me also wants to say that Three was enough that they walked away from the franchise for over a decade. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> we were just talking before the podcast about how they didn't. Uh, uh, 
what's the word I'm looking for? Supposedly, I don't know what word I'm yeah. looking for. Supposedly, there was no finished script for that film. Yeah, that like, for the third. Yeah, for the third one, which it kind of makes sense when you watch it, and then mm-hmm. it just ends like yeah. <laughs> they're in peril, and then like yeah. ten seconds later, yeah. oh, the military's here. We're okay. Yeah. Spoiler yeah. alert. Sorry, everybody, <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's just this weird like, and it's over. That's, that's, that's hilarious. <laughs> so, yeah. anyways, okay. So we've got the new one opening. Um, I'm interested to check it out. Uh, the reviews are not the the greatest reviews ever, but at the end of the day, uh, you know, critics sometimes care about things that sometimes just going having some popcorn exactly. and enjoying a movie. It doesn't matter as much. So I've got an open mind and an open heart, and I'm willing and ready uh, to check this thing out, and I'm excited for it. Some, so. Sometimes we bring things in that are critically panned but still people want to see them so and and still enjoy yeah Yeah. a movie's a movie and Mm -hmm. it's an opportunity to escape and enjoy a story i my hope is that there's a story there to enjoy Mm -hmm. yeah independent of what you know and get like like i said even about jurassic world the first one that i can understand that it was you know on uh hindsight it's like, yeah, it wasn't the best movie, but sitting in that theater, I had a blast. Yeah. yeah. And that's, you can come to the Babcock and just have a blast. Yeah. I, yeah, I remember it being fun to watch a park in action mm-hmm. with people there compared mm-hmm. to, you know, the first one. And so that was fun. And so this one is all about dinosaurs in the world. And yeah. Now, that could be fun. I'm. Uh, let's see. Mm-hmm. You know. But. <laughs> let's see. <laughs> let's see. I will I'll, say. I'll buy a ticket. Let's see. Yeah. Based off the trailer alone. Similar to you, I'm going in with an open mind, but I I already am like, oh, this looks a lot more enjoyable than really Fallen Kingdom. Yep, I'm on the opposite. And really, like, no trailer has done anything for me. Yeah, other than Alan, Alan, <laughs> he's in it, <laughs> which makes me excited. Actually, come on, they've got the original cast coming back. Yeah, I know. That, I'm, that's I'm what I'm saying. It. Yeah, I'm hoping Jeff Goldblum has the same laugh. In this film, oh, yeah. that he does the. <laughs> I hope he has his shirt unbuttoned as low as he it's did in the first one. Just as well. all the way he's just the... hanging out on a table yeah. at some point. <laughs> just all navel the whole the whole film. <laughs> all right, well, that's uh, probably everything and more that you wanted to know about our thoughts on the Jurassic Park Jurassic series because it's not Jurassic yeah. Park. Anyways, we're so glad that you're tuning in. Wait, Matt, let me ask you this question. Okay. <laughs> For both of you guys, out of the whole Jurassic series, who's your favorite character? Uh, uh, mine would probably be um, a tie between uh, Dr. Alan Grant mm-hmm. in the first one. Yeah. The third one, he's kind of just, I mean, he's fine. It's fine. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but then uh, I can't remember, what's his name? The the owner of the John Hammond. Of John Hammond. Yeah. I just. I really enjoy his character. He's just yeah. a, like his character development and growth and like mm-hmm. being this guy that's like, we spared no expense and all this stuff. And then at the end, just eating ice cream and being like, what have we done? Um, <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is a great, I was just like, this guy, he, he, I, he's got hope and belief and energy around his idea. Go get him. But then also this, like, he's not some, you know, mustache twirling villain. Yeah. He's a real human that's like, oh no, what did we do? Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah. So when you rewatch, the first one you actually can learn a little bit that like Wayne Knight's character uh forgot his name already the guy that stole all the oh, dinosaurs yeah. in the barber can yep yep i can't remember he actually is 
a little more sympathetic than you thought of as a kid. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that it's like, oh, he was hired for this thing and he got undercut and he's yeah, yeah like yeah, <laughs> yeah. Even he's got some motive and reason that yeah. makes sense, not just aha, money, money, money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So. so mine would have to be, uh, and I forgot his character's name but the, <laughs> we're doing the, so good yeah, I know. you know, I know the guy with the thing with the, <laughs> the, the, the stuff but, but the guy who sacrificed himself for the um um <laughs> velociraptors in the end when they're going to turn on the in the in the first film in the first film the clever girl yes yeah clever girl yeah that, that guy. guy was such a badass he was a badass yeah. rest in peace and yeah and and velociraptors just took him out and oh, he was man. a badass and then the other smarted films, him. Yeah, you know? exactly. Yeah. And then there's all the other films. Humans are just ah, and they're yeah. outsmarting the the Velociraptors, which just takes down the fear factor yeah. in some ways. It's like, oh, just gotta run and get lucky. That's all you gotta do. And yell and yell. And you're Chris, like, help us. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now that's more than now enough. We've people needed to know in Jurassic Park. All right, hey, let's throw to a clip, huh? <laughs> Everybody, have a great week. I hope we hope to see you at the Babcock or the Art House because we got great yeah. stuff coming. Good so, things. Other than that, hope you tune in next week. Bye, everybody. Bye. Goodbye. Goodbye.